Hey, Wayne. Hey, Daryl. Are you ready to spoil some stuff? Yeah, let's spoil some stuff. Welcome to the spoilers, Wayne and Daryl. I'm Daryl. I'm Wayne. And we are the spoilers. Uh, this week, we're going to be talking about uh, a little bit more TV than usual as we talk about Cloak and Dagger and Glow Season 2, which we set you up for. We were going to talk about Glow Season 2. And, of course, our movie of the past two weeks that we were both definitely going to see, Ant-Man and the Wasp. And we're going to cover all of that today. But first, hey, Wayne, what you been up to? I have been up to watching Glow and or and uh, Ant Man and also uh, Cloak and Dagger. So you are a hundred percent committed to the fans of this podcast and making sure they get um, a, a critical opinion about said properties. Yeah, yeah, that's why you did that. That's totally why I did that. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, well, if you love his dedication so much and you want to support us, uh, first, I would like to say we appreciate all of our listeners, but especially our Patreon subscribers. Go to patreon.com slash Daryl Ducharme. And uh, since this is my first episode, my first podcast of the month, I'd like to thank all my patrons, um, starting with Debbie Olheft, Danielle Bortone-Holt, Drew Simchik, Shane Coin and Dew, which is uh, your favorite name that I get yeah. to see. Yeah. And Umberto Lenzi. Yeah, I'm going to, I, in fact, I'm going to go ahead and put it out there. Shane Coin and Dew, I challenge you to a arm wrestling match. Oh, okay. So, um, the next live show you show up arm wrestling match. All right. That's it's, it's on. We will Shane coin and do arm wrestling match at the next live show. Yeah. So make sure you show up for that. It'll be like over the top. Yeah. With Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. Sylvester <laughs> Stallone when he was, <laughs> relevant yeah um yeah and of course you can uh, support us by following us on twitter at spoilers wd and letting all your friends know that they should follow us on twitter at spoilers wd uh so they can find out about all our quirky thoughts about the movies uh as well as visit our website go to the spoilers and fill out that contact page and just say hey i got some words for you and you just let us know what those words are. Hey, maybe you want to spoil a thing for Daryl so that you can hear Wayne sing his famous theme song. It could happen. You could do it. It would be great. Um, and, of course, rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Stitcher Radio, or wherever you listen to this podcast. Yeah, listen to this podcast, though. Yeah, that's that's good. And tell your friends to do it, too, because... Uh, we want your friends to listen so that you can talk about what you heard. And this is water cooler stuff right here. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Water cooler. Yeah, exactly. And Hey, hey Daryl. What? Do we have uh, any like participation games uh, that we participate in that the, the group could participate in? All our wonderful listeners could participate in? 
Uh, you know, I think we do. I think we do. And you know what? I think it's even related to what we do. It's our fan. Yeah, it's our fantasy movie league. You can go wow. to the fantasy movie league. You can get on to our uh, into our league. The password is spoiled. Uh, find links to it on our Twitter, on our Facebook. Or if you email us, I'll just email you a link, you know? Yeah. We're and just... <laughs> you can participate way better than Daryl did last week when mm. he made $14 million. Dude, I I didn't actually put anything in, and somehow it put in some terrible mix. Because I was like, I was on my trip, and I went to, I was like, oh, I got to do that. I got to do that every day. I was like, I got to do this before. And then it was just. It was Friday, and yeah. it was I was two time zones in the future, and it was too late. Yeah, it was. Uh, that, you had some bad picks there. Yeah. Well. Uh, oh well. Next time. Next time. I'll have, to, I'll have to catch up before the end of the season. And considering how bad I've done, you could catch up with me. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, speaking of catching up, uh, I, I went to when I went to see Ant Man and the Wasp. I saw it at I don't know if how many of these were the same because I went to an AMC movie theater and I usually go to Regal, so I saw kind of a different mix of trailers this week. Uh, yeah, let's, let's hear about them. Okay, so first, uh, first time I saw a trailer for uh, Creed Two, so which looks really good. It, it really does. Um, it's it. I mean, I I I think it's just it really has all the bits to you know the Apollo death and the the, uh, the Drago. You know, yeah, like all the the fun stuff that you remember. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that was pretty cool to see that for the first time. Um, and so I don't know. It's on my it's on my list of things that I might really want to see at this point. Nice. Yeah, another one, and I think these two go together. One was AXL which I hadn't seen uh, a trailer for, or if I had, I'd forgotten it. Um, <laughs> it, look, it looks terribly forgettable. Yeah, uh, and the other one was Bumblebee, which uh, at least that's Bumblebee. You know, it was like, yeah. hey, people are into kind of robot-y, smart things, buddy movies. Let's do our own that's not, you know, like, I mean, maybe it'll be good. You know, it's funny because there's a part of me that's like, I think I think the part of me that sees it coming out at the same time as Bumblebee, uh, or at least trailer-wise, makes me give it a hard time. But I always got to watch myself to make sure that I'm not dogging on movies that are trying to do something that's jo- not just another sequel or a reboot or something like that, too. Yeah, but this is... Dude, no. AXL, hard pass. It looks yeah. like it's hot garbage. Yeah, but there's a scene where, like, he's got to run up the dog, the robot dog, and then, like, uh, and then the, and then to get onto the building, and then he, the dog jumps after him, and then they run off. I mean, that was pretty cool. 
No, it probably wasn't. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, so yeah, so AXL and Bumblebee. Bumblebee I've seen before. Uh, nothing new there. Uh, I, I saw a, a new trailer for The House with the Clock in Its Walls, and I got a better feel for what it it feels like. Yeah, um, that second trailer is a lot better. Yeah, it, it really gives you enough information to go, okay, I know what this is. Yeah, I mean, like, oh, I might want to invest time in this. Yeah, yeah, it looks it looks like it could be could be a nice fun movie uh, for, you know, all ages kind yeah. of thing. So really good there. Um, Hotel Transylvania 3, it's Hotel Transylvania movies. It, it looks sure. like, you know, as good as those have been, uh, which they've been okay. Um, enjoyable for sure. Um, then there was the movie, The Hate You Give. And I remember, um, and it's Hate You with a U. Oh, uh, that's edgy. Well, it's not so much edgy. It has more to do. Well, it kind of has more to do with. It's a culture movie, right? It's about this this black girl who she lives in a very black part of a city um, for uh, you know to stay connected to that. Her family's made those choices, but she's also going to this private, very white school, um, and you know the stuff that's going on in our real world where. Uh, people are getting shot. Like she's got this friend who's kind of her boyfriend, not really yet because of things, uh, gets killed by a police officer, yada, 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 and goes on from that. So um, it actually looks uh, pretty, pretty intense uh, as far as like a, you know, real world movie. Uh, but it looks good. Um, it's got, it looks like it's got a great cast too in there. So, um, I, I, uh, would not be surprised if it's, if it's good. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, the U is edgy, but it's more like, uh, it's meant to be more of like, this is the, the cultural pick, you know, linguistically, I guess. So, um, so that was cool. Then your favorite movie ever, The Meg. The Meg. Yeah. Um, so whatever. And I still, I still <laughs> I still can't. I mean, I I will never say hard pass on a movie like that. It's not that bad, uh, but uh, I, oh, I wouldn't I, blame you for hard passing. I just, I, I would just say, well, you know, it's hard for me to hard. I mean, a movie has to be terrible for me to hard pass. I'll pass, but not hard pass. <laughs> no way. You got to go see the Meg. Yeah. Uh, and then there was like the Nutcracker and the Four Realms, which, Ugh. yeah, oh, on one hand, but like it, it was like I I wasn't sure from it when I was first watching the trailer. I was like, is this some sort of like Narnia ripoff or a cross between Narnia and Alice in Wonderland kind of ripoff thing? And then at some point, the music kicks in, and I'm like, oh, it's the Nutcracker, <laughs> like it. Not everything has to have a dark side to it. Right. Like. Some things can just be. Yeah, like it could just be the Nutcracker, dude. Just put out the Nutcracker. Yeah, but this is the Nutcracker like you've never seen it before. The The Nutcracker has a darker side you've never seen before. Um, But you know what? On the flip side, the other trailer I saw here was Dumbo, which 
they took a movie that has a darker side and make it look like, oh, it's just a happy, fun, family treasure movie. That No movie. way. I can't wait to see the drunk scene in this movie. Dude, they will not do that. That's yes, what I'm they saying. Will. They, they have rip, to. They'll you... rip that out and because like they don't want, you know. Well, also, I don't think they're going to do the crows in it either, but... All right. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. This super racist Jim Crows. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Jeez. So much about that movie. They're going to. It looked like they were kind of doing Dumbo uh, meets the greatest showman thing going on there, too. Yeah. So. Uh, you know, almost a hard pass. I, I just earlier said I don't want to have a hard pass, but man, that was one I'm just about ready to hard pass on that one for sure. Um, and then once again, I saw the ad for Mission Impossible. Yeah. It's, you know, it's going to be good, but damn it, I've seen the goddamn trailer. Oh. Yeah, they need to stop playing the trailer and just. Or, or make up. a new frick. Luckily, it is coming out soon, as we'll talk about in the upcoming movies. But. Yeah. Jesus. I mean, one trailer for this long? <laughs> yeah, they, sh- they should have put out. Two or three other ones, but... Yeah, to give you, like, some different... I uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. So I guess they spend all their money on making sure Henry Cavill had a mustache. <laughs> no, they didn't spend any of their money. He just wore a fucking mustache, and they made a different movie have to make it look funny. That's true. <laughs> they didn't spend any money. They're just like, keep your mustache, or we'll sue you or something. So... There you go. Um, yeah. Yeah, anyways. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, speaking of movies that are coming out, uh, time for the upcoming movies. When this drops, uh, the the Friday that this drops, uh, July 13th. With <gasps> Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. And uh, the horror movies are only in... Limited things, so I didn't write them down. Uh, the closest thing we have to a horror movie is Hotel Transylvania <laughs> 3, Summer Vacation. <laughs> That's a horror movie. Uh, it, it, you know what? MovieInsider.com does not call it that. It calls it animation. So That's there. That's true. And we all know that MovieInsider.com is the king of genre labeling. Yeah, and accuracy. <laughs> and accuracy. Okay, and of course... Uh, also on the list is the uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson in Skyscraper. Skyscraper. Uh, the the genre don't matter. Skyscraper. The, yeah, physics don't matter. Uh, the uh, genre for this one is 3D. Uh, nice. Because skyscrapers are three-dimensional. That's uh, true. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Um, out of that, those two, which, which is your pick or at all? Uh, like, if I have to see one, I'm going to go see Skyscraper, but I'll probably end up just using my movie pass to go see, uh, the, the, uh, the Mr. Um, Rogers movie. Oh, yeah. Is that, that's, is that coming out soon? It's already out. Oh, it's okay. been out for a couple of weeks. I just haven't seen it yet. Yeah. I haven't, I, I didn't know it was, it had been out. You know, I was going to, I almost on Sunday night. Uh, almost went to go see Uncle Drew, uh, but oh, I, was, man. I was too tired. It's just from coming back from my trip. 
Um, so I was just like, oh, I got stuff. I got it. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, July 20th, we've got Equalizer 2, which is a crime movie. I yeah. Guess I mean, it kind of is. That was the nature of Equalizer always. Uh, and then we've got Unfriended Dark Web. Dark Web. Uh, which... That is a horror movie, so they decided to come out with that a week later. Yeah. Uh, and then Mamma Mia 2, Here We Go Again. Which no, is, let's put the emphasis correctly. Oh, yeah. Mamma Mia 2, Here We Go Again. Okay. Uh, so uh, what's, your, what's your pick on those three? Uh, Uncle Drew. <laughs> if it's still out in the theaters by then yeah, yeah okay uh, and then July 27th uh, we can stop worrying about seeing Mission Impossible trailers because Mission Impossible Fallout comes out uh, yeah. same week as Teen Titans go to the movies I will probably end up seeing both mm. I know I'm probably going to see Teen Titans go to the movies that weekend uh, just because my that's the weekend my family gets back into town, and you know my son just loves that oh, stuff. Yeah. So, oh yeah, uh, Mission Impossible, mm, maybe <laughs> not. Yeah, I doubt you'll be allowed to see that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I, I I do get to go to my own movies. Fair it's, enough. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, sometimes some I just say. You won't like it. That's pretty much what I say. I'm just going to go to a movie. You won't like it. There you go. <laughs> All right. Um, well, uh, before we get into Ant-Man and the Wasp and Glow Season 2, which we kind of set people up last week, uh, let's talk about Cloak and Dagger. I only saw a little bit of, like, the first episode of that. Uh, but I haven't watched much more than that. Tell me more. Let's tell. Actually, why don't you just let people know what it is? Because it's it's another one of those sort of stealth launches. Yeah, where... totally. It's um, it's based on a Marvel property called Cloak and Dagger. Um, it, and in the comics, uh, they are essentially mutants, pretty much. Um, but it, it's, uh, this girl who is a drug addict, um, and this guy who was, um, I don't remember what his full story was in the comics, but, um, this, uh, black guy who, um, he had something going on with him. But uh, he has the ability to teleport through the dark force dimension, mm-hmm. which is a big thing in the in the uh, universe. In the Marvel universe, is the dark force dimension. Um, the I think the only mention we've seen of it, or that we've seen of it uh, was on Agent Carter. Um, the second right. season of Agent Carter. Right. That's right. Uh, had to do with the dark force dimension. Um, so that's kind of where it ties in to everything else. And, and actually one of the major players in this is Roxxon, 
which was the bad corporation in Agent Carter as well. Right, exactly. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but that's like they're uh, they're kind of the one of the bad corp like minor bad corporations in Marvel. And then uh Dagger Dagger, so the guy's name is Cloak, uh the girl's name is Dagger, and she can create uh daggers out of pure light and they will uh eventually it's not doing it in the show yet but like they can heal people and like cure them of drug uh addictions and things like that well that's helpful yeah um and uh and in the show they can see like uh cloak can see people's fears and dagger can see people's hopes Mm. um through touch uh, but the show is is on, I believe, ABC Family. Okay. Or Freeform or whatever it's called now. Um, and it is very much of that ilk. Um, like it is very teen drama. Um, kind of show, you know. Um, like it's, it's a little bit, I'd say it's like a little bit harder core than, um, pretty little liars. Um, cause it kind of has to do it's with like corrupt cops and, and stuff like that. Right. And there's a little bit more violence in it, but it's very much, uh, of that vein of like, being a a young adult to a teenager um and like everything feels like super important and it probably isn't um although um they are kind of dealing with like some pretty heavy stuff like uh daggers investigating the murder of her father by Roxon and cloak is investigating the murder of his brother by a corrupt cop Right. And and they are um, intertwined. The the stories are intertwined. Of course they are. Yeah, it's but it's it's been um, pretty good. It's a it's. I don't know. Would you say that the episodes that you saw were pretty slow? Yeah the the I only saw the one and it was it was pretty slow. So yeah. I, I kind of think if I had one thing to say about the show is it is very slow. Um, if you put it up against something like Runaways, which they did, I believe, last year or the year before, maybe. Um, Runaways felt a lot faster. Um, and this is kind of plodding along. Um which kind of makes me say that it's a lot closer to Pretty Little Liars. Like, this feels like they have 20-plus episodes to to get to stuff. Um, and I don't, I don't necessarily know that they, they have that long. Right. Um, like, uh, yeah, I think they have 10 episodes of the series, and it feels like they have barely gotten anything done. Oh, wow. Uh, but 
but you know, it feels like at the same time, like this is one that could easily be picked up. In fact, I heard it was like Freeform's biggest show for the first like four weeks that it was on. Oh wow! So like it's definitely popular. Uh, so that it's got that going for it, and it's well acted. Like the two actors are pretty decent. Um, I've never seen them in anything before, but, um, but yeah, they were, they're really, uh, doing a good job and, um, it, you know, we, it's one of those ones where when it comes on the, the Hulu, cause that's where we watch it. Uh, as soon as it's on the Hulu, we're like, that's, we have to watch that first thing. It's on the Hulu. On the Hulus. Yes. But yeah, uh, we're really enjoying it, and I think everyone should come check it out. Okay, yeah, we'll check out Cloak and Dagger. I've decided that uh, we're going to call this episode Gloak and Dagger and Wow. Wow. (laughs) Actually, instead of Gloak and Dagger, I think we're going to call it Gloak and Spoiler and the Wasp. Fair enough. Uh, yeah well you know it's i'm just i just live for these terrible terrible puns and you know shoving words together that don't but will anyone live anyone else live through these terrible terrible puns uh no they're just too punishing wow he went there (laughs) okay okay (laughs) did i set you up for that one well enough Uh, you know i was i was worried that i was missing something else you were setting me up for that was too easy so yes in that sense (laughs) Uh, all right um all right well uh anything else you want to say about cloak and dagger before we move on to talking about Glow season two. Check it out. Oh my! I mean, I I think last time when we talked about Glow season one, this was possibly even more addicting for me oh, to watch. Totally. Like, totally. I before I left, uh, I was like, oh yeah, it's it's out. I gotta watch an episode. So I watched one episode and then I was just jonesing to watch more from that. Uh, you know, it's like, Oh my goodness. Like there was some stuff that, you know, it's so easy to have a theory about where the show was going to go after season one. And they didn't necessarily go there. They kind of had, you know, it's like the life just kept going normal for them in a sense. Right, it, it felt like season two was just the the next episodes. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, uh, totally. Uh, so it didn't feel like, oh, we're gonna change everything up, and this is what's gonna happen. But oh man, I I was on the road, and so like I think I binge watched it over like two or three nights on the road, it, uh, just like watching it on my tablet. Uh, I was like, oh, we've got good enough internet here in this hotel. Right. (laughs) And uh, I did get in trouble with my wife for that, but I was just, it was that good. It was so, so good. Yeah, I think that, honestly, I kind of like where 
um, where they took season two um, because it is a little more true to the actual story of Glow. Yes, yes. Um, and yeah, I, I just, I really liked it. If there was any weak point, I think it was uh, Bash's story of his his butler. butler that they if i believe if I, if i'm correct they didn't even show him in season 2 no it was all the story of him dying from i guess aids is the way they're they're doing that sort of like well, we're yeah. in the 80s and we don't quite know what's go- or we do know but no we're not going to talk about it sort yeah. of thing and, yeah and like bash clearly being gay and and looking for ways to cover that up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it's uh Yeah, no, it's like way more um true like if you watch the Glow documentary, mm-hmm. uh, which I've watched like at least 6 times cuz it's just amazing. Right. Um like they they really kind of hit on a lot of the stuff that was in that documentary um that it, like it's going to be so fun to see them in Vegas uh yeah and, you know that's just going to be such a cool setting for this show oh yeah it was it was it it's 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 going to be really cool i also got to say i it it was like it kind of threw me for a loop at first because I wasn't sure, but that eighth episode where it's all like an episode. basically an episode of glow. Yeah. That was like, amazing. What are they doing? And, and I kept waiting for it to drop and then just go to the story. But it's like, no, this is the story. This is like, uh, it, that, that episode was so great because like, that is such an important part of what Glow is. You yeah. Know, all those stupid sketches and... <laughs> like the way media. poorly acted sketches and music videos. Yeah, and, and you know, we've been seeing so much of the behind-the-scenes drama of making the show the first season and really the first half of the second that it was really a joy to see those scenes and see what they yeah, did. Yeah, it was fun to see, like, the 50-cent laugh-in that the show was. Yeah, exactly. Uh, though, I, you know, watching some old Glow uh, things, even though they were trying to make it seem like they were, like, doing bad, uh, bad acting and bad singing, especially bad singing, uh, like, the real Glow... Just hearing them rap is so bad. Oh, it's painful. It is painful. It's like you're like you're like the no the rhythms over there. It's over there just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> whatever. Uh, yeah, but no, that it, it was. It really was. It was a, a roller coaster again, an emotional roller coaster of different things. Never quite clear, like where they're gonna go. Even in the middle of some of the episodes, you're like, "Oh, they're going there." Oh, wait, no, they're not going there. There, it's really, uh, but because it's it's not formulaic per se. It's 
more like just kind of gritty a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I really, uh, I don't know. I just think like it's, if you haven't watched it, this is one you really have to watch. Like even if you don't have Netflix, use that free 30 days that you get or whatever. Yeah. Definitely watch glow, like binge season one and two in, you know, one sitting. Yeah, it's it's tw- 20 half-hour episodes. You know, yeah. It's, it's nothing much. Yeah. Uh, it's very easy to watch. And, I mean, yeah, it it just it just feels so good to watch. I just care about all the characters so much. Like... Yeah, like, even, like, when they, like, when they kicked off uh, the, the Viking, I was like, I was like, wow. You know, like... She was a pretty cool character from the first season, and the, and she's just not going to be there. And yeah, then, but the, luckily they brought her back. But yeah, by the end, yeah. But it's like you know, it's just they're telling the right story for the show. They're not. They they're they're really not telling like, you know, that was the right thing to do for the show. Right. Even though you know you like the character, but it's like uh, yeah. what, we gotta. Um. So yeah, that was. Like right, that's just setting the tone of this season right away. Totally. Like, like uh, yeah, I mean, really loved the growth of Mark Maron's character. Uh, just throughout the season, um, it was it was really great. Uh, loved his stuff with his daughter. It was. Yeah. Uh, it was really good because it was, it was genuine. It wasn't like too, it, it wasn't too like over the top. I'm a, I'm a dick, and it wasn't too over the top, lovey dovey. It was just like I'm trying to figure this out. Yeah, you know? like, hey man, I'm doing my own thing, and you're doing your own thing, and we'll figure it out in the middle. Yeah, it was, it was really, it was really good. It was like you know, you could see his heart in that. Um, which which is really good. So yeah. it, was, it was really great growth for his character. I mean, season one, I was already just like, wow, I was I was amazed like at I at how well he did, and then to go, that yeah, I just thought this season was was awesome. On top of that, so good stuff. Yeah, good stuff. Um, see it, glow season two. Watch them. I don't care if you like wrestling or not. It's you're you're going to be able to come into the season and it's about the people. It's not about the wrestling at all. If you like wrestling, you might get some extra joy out of it, but that's really not what it's about at all. Yeah. Like <laughs> it was pretty cool seeing Chavo in there. Yep. Like I was super psyched to see Chavo, but yeah. Yeah. Other than that. Yeah. But I, actually it was pretty cool because seeing Chavo is Mondo's son. Right. So. Yeah, it, 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 it works. It, it really yeah. does. It, it's perfect. So um, good stuff there. All right. Well, let's jump into the big movie of the past two weeks for us. Yeah. Uh, Ant- Ant-Man and the Wasp. Did it live up to your expectations for the sequel to Ant-Man? Did it live up to my expectations? Your expectations. You've got higher expectations than me. It took Valerian to take me down to where I finally could say, no, it wasn't a good movie. Uh, I Yeah, I thought it was a great movie. It was a nice palate cleanser just on a... 
because you can't really judge any Marvel movie without judging all Mar- Marvel movies. Um, while this one was a was a standalone film, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, if you look at the timeline of what's happening in Marvel right now, mm-hmm. um, it's like the perfect palate cleanser. Um, it was a fun, another fun heist movie, you know. Oh yeah, uh, which is is as we've established, my favorite genre. Um, or one of my favorite genres. Um, Evangeline Lilly was great as the Wasp. Oh, she was tremendous. Uh, I mean, she's definitely, you know, sometimes you have uh, worries and concerns going in. Like my wife was like, you know, it's great that she's going to be this powerful woman, but I hate it when they make the powerful woman just like a bitch or something like that. But she was, she was a full 3d person. Right, um, you know, who had a range of emotions and played to the humor of Paul Rudd so well at the same time. Oh, genuine, yeah. genuine. Not, not like she was not affected by it or whatever. She was affected by it, but in ways that she was definitely. You could tell she was a, you know, her character was just was realistic within dealing with him. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I think that, uh, you know, every scene that Cassie was in, she stole that scene. Every, every scene that Randall Park, uh, was in, uh, he stole that scene. Um, if I had anything to complain about, it would be, uh, not enough Michelle Pfeiffer. Mm. Um, and I would have liked to see more of uh, the the TI and um, the Russian guy. Oh, David Desmalchin. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, David Desmalchin had some really <laughs> amazing the Baba Yaga bit. Oh uh, yeah, I, I the, probably like, the funniest thing that Marvel's ever done. I after I saw the movie, I went to I was I went on Twitter because I follow him because he is uh, he's been on Flash as the um, magic. What was his name? I forgot, um, but which was just tremendous. Uh, and then he was on he's on on MacGyver at the new MacGyver as Murdoch. Which and he just kills at that role. He does it really well. So I started following him, and so like as soon as I just went, all I wrote to him, I was just like, I just wrote David Desmalchin, and I gave him the thumbs up emoji. Um, hashtag Baba Yaga. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I wrote. <laughs> I mean, that was pretty great. Yeah, hey. Like, I was I was howling in the theater, especially when you consider he's like playing uh, second fiddle to Michael Pena's role in the thing. Right. And right. He. Oh man, when they brought out the whole truth serum thing, oh. and I was just like, oh, I see where this is going. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I was like, you know, and they they went further than I thought. <laughs> yeah. That that I wanted to see more of those three. I like. I didn't feel like there was enough of Ti either. Like he, he was kind of short shrifted in this mm-hmm. this one. 
but right. uh, uh, yeah, the the other two were just amazing. Um, I thought it was funny that uh, uh, Bobby Cannavale and Judy Greer were, were like such just one dimensional characters in this. Yeah. Um, when in the first one they seemed like pretty like integral to the story, like um, and they they kind of they kind of got left in the in the dust as well. Yeah. Um, but I mean, what they were in was pretty good. Yeah, um, I, you know what I I sort of for myself I made it. I was like, okay, they feel a lot different than the first movie. But my thought is they're just. Because he saved their daughter and all that in the in the first one and did and put himself at risk and all that, right. they were just they're just so happy about that. They're like, "You are a good man. You've done some bad things. Right? You're a, you're a good man, and we we really you know you're part of you're part of Cassie's life. You know, it's just yeah. like it's we're not going to take that away from you anymore. Yeah, um, that's that's kind of what I thought their characters were now. So it's. It was kind of like, and which means we're not really part of the story. We're just right. Exactly. Like we're, we're kind of a MacGuffin. Um, But uh, I really liked uh, that it didn't have a, the super villain, I guess. I would say antagonist. I don't yeah. think she really works as a villain. I think I was talking to, with my wife about this too. I was like, you can't really call her a uh, uh, a villain because it's like it it was a great character of somebody who is in pain, in so much pain, right? That they will do what whatever they can. I mean, it, it was such a believable role. It's like she was practically crying the whole time right. and holding herself together. The way she played that role, it was like it, you could, you were there with her saying, I am ready to fall apart, but I am holding myself together by sheer force of will. Uh, yeah, it was kind of cool that she was like, she was the quote unquote super villain, but she wasn't the actual big bad or even the bad. Yeah, yeah. In, in the story, like Walton Goggins is a way worse character, um, and he has no superpowers. Um, and you know, like he was a a, a bigger antagonist, really, because there was basically three. Like it's a three way fight. It's a uh, yeah, yeah. I I, I enjoyed that. Um, and uh, yeah, I thought it was I thought it was a really good movie. Um, the the mid credit scene is just a heart wrencher. <laughs> but, I I looked over at my son and I was like, yeah, because I knew what was going to happen because I had read an article already, so I knew what it was going to be. I uh, my only. Uh, my only thing I didn't like about it, but I've I'm I'm okay with their choice on it, but is that you just all they showed was the the dust or the ashes at the end. They didn't show there wasn't the full effect of yeah. them going away. So 
Um, I, I'm fine with the way they did it because it kind of makes sense. It's, at the point where they were going to cut away, uh, he, they had already weren't talking anymore. So yeah. it's not like, what are they going to do? Just show their feet or something as they blow away? I don't know. Because, uh, right. you know, you got you to gotta follow the same thing. And it, uh, it allows for... You know, I, I was trying to explain it to my mom because I was I was on a trip and I was in town with my mom when we saw it, uh, and she was she was like texting me. He's like, "Where are you guys?" I'm like, "I'm still watching the movie. Credits aren't over yet. It's a Marvel movie." <laughs> I had to explain to her like, "It's not important to the movie if you just see it for yourself, but if you're a fan, you gotta watch it because it makes sense to the bigger picture." Yeah. Um, so you know, because she saw the first credit thing and then laughed because it wasn't really a mid-credit scene it didn't take them long to get to it yeah. um, but then the ant drumming at the end <laughs> yeah, I heard, it was pretty good and i heard so many people go i waited 10 minutes for that <laughs> no way it was worth it, it was I, actually, I actually left the theater went to the bathroom and then came back for that oh that's that's hilarious uh Nah, but it was it was perfect for that movie, right? Like, yeah, you know, for uh, the uh, uh, humorous movie, you want that, and uh, you know, they did some great stuff too. The lines, um, the lines uh, from Michael Douglas uh, about um, uh, about whenever they'd stare at each other or whatever, just oh yeah, were great. Um, I love that uh, Lawrence Fishburne is now a, a scientist. In the the Marvel universe, I hadn't really uh, paid attention to credits and stuff, so I didn't even know. All of a sudden, he came on the screen. I'm like, "Oh, awesome!" Oh, uh, do you know who he is? Doctor Bill Foster is all I see, but I don't. What What is that from the so comics? In the comics, he was Goliath, who was basically a giant man analog. Um, he used the same technology as Giant Man. Or ah. Ant-Man. Um, but he grew big. And he right. was a member of the Avengers and, and all that. So he was a, a superhero as well. So when they said that he grew to 21 feet, he, right. like that's when he was with S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, because so, they, they did mention Project Goliath. So Right. Yeah, so, okay. Okay, so that, that is a thing from the comics. So that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Yes. So um, yeah. that's... And so is Sonny Birch is a character from the comics as well. Okay. Okay. So interesting. Interesting. So yeah. Um, so just a fun movie. Definitely a palate cleanser from the rest of the Marvel Cinematic user Universe where it has been. Um, you know, it's gotten pretty serious. Up to yeah, a little bit dark. A little bit dark, you know. So this was uh, a, a great one. Though... That did really, uh, I think, it hit um, a little dark for the, the mid credit scene, but I, I feel that was good and necessary. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I, I'm, I, I think it's, if you haven't seen it yet, just go have, have some fun. Go see it. Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. Totally a good, good, fun movie. Paul Rudd plays Paul Rudd really well. Um, <laughs> You know, um, but yeah, I mean, so if you like the first one, you'll 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 like this one too. It's got a lot of the same beats and stuff, and it really does highlight uh, Evangeline Lilly just 
great. I mean, I yeah, think totally. she really gets to shine as the wasp. So, um, and, and, and being very capable, um, you know, not bossy, not bitchy, capable, super capable and good at what she does. Yeah. Um, you know, so it, it's, it's really good. And once again, uh, the gal who plays Ava ghost, uh, Hannah, John Cameron, um, she was tremendous in that role. That was really good. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Looking forward, looking forward to more of them in the long run. So, yeah. So, yeah. So that's, that is uh, all we've got for this week. Unless you've got anything else, anything else that we need to be paying attention to before next episode that they should prepare themselves for. No. Yeah, no. I think we covered it. Yeah, so, yeah, we covered it. So we uh, will be going soon. Uh, there are some shows coming up, uh, I believe, August 4th. We're doing a show. Uh, yeah. You, me, and Glenn are doing the world's worst movie podcast again. Glenn. What was he? He was putting down, he was putting down the Goonies. Yeah, he was. Jerk. Um, <laughs> so yeah, August 4th, we got to start telling people, make sure to see it. We'll, you'll hear from us before then, but not much before then. So August 4th, if you're here in the Seattle area, uh, it's improv night at University Heights. Yeah, it'll be awesome. It should be great. Uh, a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun at the last time we did that. And I hope to do a lot more of those in the future. Yeah. All right. Groovy. Um, well, with all of that said, I just want to say hasta la Winnebago and au reservoir. Hasta la pasta and our savars. There we go. Bam, 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 bam,